drag racing is harder to do well than getting started in drifting. <gasps> Why? Whoa. Because I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We it's a it's a TikTok. Yeah, try telling the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of Martini Works season four, episode four. And it's short season. It's a short season, baby. We're about to go into episode I'm season in pants. five. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely summer season. I got enough leg hair it's for the, like all three of us. It's 80 degrees though. out today. It is a beautiful, 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 beautiful day. And in Wisconsin, it went from about 35 ish degrees rain every single day, and now it's 75. 80. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, toasty it's out there. 80. This uh, the sun got me got me real good. So the old Blackstone got that bad boy back turned on. We got, got some, some burgers. burgers on there. Yeah. Things are looking good. <laughs> Good now? Yeah. We always take it to need, eight, and Dakota, to get... Dakota's like, I would like the attention back, please. Dude, you get talking too much, it's uh, like someone shut the guy <laughs> up. You mentioned that moo meat, and he's all about it. Yeah, moo yeah. Meat. What do we got? What are we starting off with? All right, so I, I thought it'd be good. We've all had a little bit experience on the track, whether it's like track like Road America, maybe heading out looking at Laguna Seca, oh. drifting at US Air, um, drag racing. W-I-R, I did somewhere down in Iowa. It was on the border of Iowa, Illinois. Anyways, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, like, maybe some people listening haven't gone to the track yet or a drift event or anything like that, but they, they, they've they wanted to, but it's kind of weird going the first time. And it's always weird, too, if you don't know any, like, you're going alone. You don't really know what to expect. So I figured we could talk about some of our experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly. You literally fought somebody one time. Jell's uh, car started on fire. Almost. And then he started someone else's car on fire while he was there. And I just figured that we can kind of clear some of that up. <clears throat> trying to remember. Who did I fight with? Uh, yeah, you punched that guy at banging you gears. You started choking him out. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've punched a motherfucker in the face before now that I remember. That's recall. why they had to cancel the show. Yeah, they canceled the show because I literally got in an altercation with a 40-year-old man. We're lying. Um, We're <laughs> completely kidding. Because of your race shoes. Yeah. Because Okay, so, yeah. Anyway. I would say, you know... Be, having a little bit of experience at all of them, the least amount of experience I have is drifting. Mm-hmm. That that I'm still just barely, I'm still wet yep. behind the ears, as they say. But but that's perfect. Um, so you got to experience your first day. It was awesome, and I would say like from a difficulty level, like I I do think probably drifting is the hardest one to get started. What do you in. mean you're just crashing the car around every turn? Yeah. So <laughs> I would say drifting is like the hardest at the beginning. You you'll figure it out. You can do it. Um, I would say drag racing is the hardest to actually perform. I was just about to say the one that surprised me the most and what I don't think people realize is just because it's straight line doesn't mean it's not hard. Yeah. Drag, drag racing is harder. I would argue, and this is like what's going to probably end up being clipped, but like, here we go. (laughs) Drag racing is harder to do well, in my opinion, than getting started in drifting. (gasps) Why? Whoa. Because... The launch when you're drag racing a car is a lot of finesse. 
you can't force it if you want to do well. By forcing it, you actually do worse in drag racing. Right. You can force yourself to get through a corner in drifting, whether it's like mm. powering over, just re-clutch kicking. You know, you can like you can correct things really easily. But when you're really trying to fine tune like a hundredth of a second or something like that on the yeah. drag strip, you can't just give it more at the launch. Your reaction <laughs> time has to be perfect. Yeah. You letting off the clutch has to be perfect. Like all of that stuff has to flow really fast right at the beginning or the entire thing is ruined the entire run is lost if you mess up the beginning yeah i yeah, think anytime true. you introduce like a time element like that especially when yes it is like going in a straight line like the same exact everyone is running the same exact route as you mm -hmm. are from here to there and anytime you introduce like a time element like that it's like the the most minute things. People don't want to hear matter. that drag racing is hard. I know. People don't want to hear about it. that drag racing is probably just as much as a motorsport, if not bigger than the other two. Yeah. I would argue the drag racing motorsport community is an incredibly difficult thing to do well. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're on the track and let's say you take a corner wrong or your early apex or late apex, right? Like you still have the other 13 turns or whatever when you're at Road America. When you're on a drag strip, if you mess up the beginning, you're fucked. You cannot come back yeah, from that. Yeah. There's there's no there's not enough time on the actual track to come back and win unless you're, you know, there's such a power difference between the two cars. When you're actually competing. Now if you're just going out there to throw down and have a good time, right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But when you're, you know, actually competing against okay, the person at, next at the to you. the same time too, like I was humbled so quickly the first time I went to oh, the trip and it was just an open day. It wasn't competition, <laughs> but like when you're there and like a fucking bone stock clapped out Acura Integra almost beats you. It humbles Ooh, you pretty good because you're like, in I'm what? fucking up. Proper. I was in my focus SD. <gasps> proper I beat drag racers. But. Like the skill difference can so easily be shown in that motorsport versus, in my opinion, some of the other two. Unless you're like doing timed events at a track, right? You can see the differential of like, oh, that guy ran the track, you know, ran a lap four seconds faster right. than the other guy. But like, when you've got a guy that's in a slower car, objectively worse car, yet their reaction time is 50 times better than yours. They know how to actually get all the power to the Yeah, they're not spinning. Slipping. Yeah. You know, you're not just dropping the clutch and slamming it That's down, what you know? I did, and I got so much <laughs> fucking wheel hop. I thought I broke the car, so then I let off immediately. Then I get back into it, but then I'm spinning again, mm -hmm. and, like, I wasted so much time at the launch, yeah. and I'm doing, like, a fucking 17-second yeah. pass. Like, the stock car does way better than that. I'm like, holy Jesus, but then... What I would say is in any community, anytime I've done anything, people are so willing to help. I instantly had people come rushing over to my car afterwards and, you know, they're laughing and stuff, but it, then they end up giving help. They're like, right. okay, this is what you're going to do now, you know, kind of ease off the car. It's better to like just do a normal start and then romp on it than it is to just dump the mm -hmm. clutch. They're like, start with that. And you, it's crazy how much every little thing changes your time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. It's I'm trying to nuts. think of with with that sort of feedback though like which community does it best anyone i've as... been to has been so nice it's like helping out yeah oh, i feel man. like the proactive support i feel like i've gotten the most proactive support from the 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 drift scene because yeah. it was younger yeah everybody there's young Mostly everybody there's younger so there's not as much of like the age so wait, wait. yeah we're all just there trying to figure it out together, do you think so. Then there's maybe like a generation gap with it, and then when you guys are old, you'll be at the drift track, and there'll be a bunch of old people drifting. <laughs> I think there'll be. A, I bet you by yeah. the time, I bet you by the time the old drift community hits the old maturity, like we get older, 
I think it'll switch. Who's the oldest drifter? There's some there's some uh, people up there in FD. I want like an 80. M- well, no. <laughs> Drifting. That'd be sick. That'd be terrifying. Not Why? that. No, it's not, I mean, probably over in. I I would say there's probably still some first generation drifters in Japan. But not in America. They're not. I mean, that's barely. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're first. Well, why is it just because drifting just got more popular in the United States? That's why we don't have older people drifting. Or is it not an old person sport? I think it's a little bit of both. I would say it's not really an older person's grassroots activity. Why? Why do you have to say like that? You trying to? (laughs) I was disgusted. I was trying to (laughs) gaslight you. (laughs) I don't think you. you I don't think you can. Like. You can't drift if you're old? You see what I'm doing here? He's just every single time I say a sentence, he just gets louder. Well, you're like, I don't think old people can drift. You can't just go saying that. What'd you say? I said what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that in the you know, as you get older, I think there are certain like motorsport activities that you're more aligned with because that's what you grew up with. And it, as you get older, I think sometimes it gets harder to try different motorsport types. I think people that grew up drag racing drag race now that's why there's drag racing families that's why a lot of times kids if their dads or moms drag race they drag race like that it's a huge generational thing and i don't think you see people saying oh i started in drag racing and then went to track racing and then went to drifting and then went to you know autocross right like there isn't there is a path of motorsport and i think it ends with track racing or it ends with professional drag racing yeah and i think one of, one of you brought it up is that it's kind of like a newer thing here, so I think it just hasn't been there long enough to build those. Less than 25 years old. Yeah, build those generations. That's like, I was wondering. I know some, like, older guys, like, even the, you know, I, I know some older people that do drift. Like, they don't, they're not out at every like event. 80? No. Oh. No, like, maybe, I'm like, looking 40. for, like, an 80. Like, 40. 40 ain't old. 40 is the new 20. You're just yeah. saying that because you're getting I know. I know. I'm <laughs> close to 40. Yeah. Closer to 40 than I am. I don't know. Um, going back, going back to the real conversation, because yeah. you keep fucking giggling like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I think that there's like a difference between the the motorsport types, though, and how much each one is willing to help. And I do sure. think because the drift community is younger, there's less of like that age sort of blocker that exists in some of the other yeah. sports. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, they're, they're super sense. helpful. I mean, when my I remember my first day, I, I literally the went f- out to the skid pad and immediately lost one of my tie rods like just sheared and i was like well day over i mean like i had like another one but mm-hmm. i was like i've never done tie rods before like you know i'll figure it out yeah. but like you know i immediately had guys running over like it's fine you just lost tie rod you got the other one just go in a straight line back to the pits don't turn i'm like okay <laughs> so did that drove the car off and uh yeah i had like three guys come over like we were all wrenching on the car we had it back on and like 15 minutes. So That's Dakota, awesome. I have a, I have a question then, Hi. you know, cause I think you're out of the three, you're the only one that hasn't participated in a drift event. Okay. <laughs> in a full track racing event. Right. Well, you haven't done like an bike, HPD. Okay. So on a, in a car though. In a car. No. And well, no, I have, I have. have you? Okay. What have you, what'd you do? Continental. Yeah. Where right. were you? And, uh, what's the name of that city in California? You remember Joe's? Palm Springs. Was, no, where's the track? Oh, the Thermal Club. Thermal Club, yeah. Okay. That's what it was, the BMW okay. driving school. So, so you do. Okay, so that's scary. being, having, <laughs> putting, the, putting the pressure on, having somebody, you know, you just, you have some experience just getting started in it. Yeah. For somebody that may not, right, they didn't have that single track time at California or something like that. 
Do you think people are missing out by not doing those activities? Yes, honestly. Uh, and it's with any activity, anything with motorsports, you guys are missing out so much. Um, you learn so much, and I think you can appreciate cars so much more too. Like that was such a unique experience too, because not only am I not using my car, but I'm getting to hop between multiple platforms mm -hmm. and you get to see how they react differently. So I know that's a unique experience, but even taking your car to a track and whether you're doing the drag strip or autocross or drifting, you are going to learn so much about your car and about how you drive. And it's probably going to humble the fuck out of you. Yeah. And you're going to realize that you're slow as shit, but that's okay because it gives so much room for improvement. And if you're like me. I, I enjoy improving. Even like, even if at the end of the day, I have the slowest track time out of every single person there, but it's faster than my first time. I had a good day and it's really fun. And like by the end of autocross, I was really doing that. I was beating myself up because they're, they're listing everybody's times and you can see them and there's like awards and stuff like that. So I was getting really beat up, but then like after talking with the instructor and stuff like that, like, by the way, I didn't pay. The instructor just came up, started hanging out. He's like, you want to go for a ride? My turbo Miata. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, he, he really put, just beat yourself. You don't got beat anyone else. It's your first day. How are you expecting to right. You know, there's people that have been doing this for 10 years that are here right now. Just beat yourself. And I was like, okay. So I started working on my time and that's when it clicked. And then I was just having so much fun. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely missing out a ton if you're not at least going and trying these things. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I think at some point, you don't need to do it your first year of getting into cars or your second year or anything like that. But I would aim to do it at some point mm -hmm. down the road. And let's say maybe you're, you build a stance car and you're into car shows. That's fine. Go to an event, find a friend or something, or go watch. You could just watch or get a ride along. And I think it'll just change your opinion on so much yeah, it really changes the outlook because it's like even with like my frs and stuff i was getting really like you know not the fastest car out yeah, there you know yep. but like you know we did that thing at uh road america at the, like the motorplex or whatever like the, mm -hmm. the autocross yep. track and it's like we we took that out there and i was like this thing rips i'm like yeah. this is fun as hell yeah. like, i'm yeah. like screw it i don't need more horsepower you know no, like 100 made me respect like what the platform was actually built for a lot more and it was like you know, it, it does give you a different outlook on everything where, you know, as cool as 800 horsepower is, you can have a lot of fun with You'll pretty never much any use car. You fucking 800 well, I remember horsepower. Like, even when we went to the Continental trip. Yeah. One of the, you know, we were driving M4s and M3s and like the new M240s. We were ripping those cars like Supras, NSX. We were yeah. driving everything. And we got to the Mini Coopers. Yeah, we it had was a like a little cross thing with the Mini Coopers. I was geeking out with yeah. the Mini Cooper. It they was were so even much fun. fun. I'm convinced that you're you're doing half the service you could if you're only building your car to show it off. Yeah, like if it's if there's one thing to try and do, it's to try and use the car. Because I like even on the conversation of having a ton of horsepower, like I have. I have fought for high horsepower numbers before yeah. in a car that I've never used for the sake of saying I have a lot of horsepower. Yeah. And I think as I've as I've gone through some of these like transitions and the, the the motorsport and driving thing, it's like the amount of horsepower you have in a show car means zero to me. It really like it doesn't mean anything because it's all just a show, right? Like it's cooler in my opinion if you have a GR86, a BRZ, an FRS, an RX8 that we saw when we were out at VIR, that was just cool. hauling 
ass. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that if you were in that car, you would be shitting yourself because <laughs> they are going through those turns at a speed that you you would they not They are pushing those cars to the absolute exactly. limit. They're using exactly. every bit yeah. of it. And, and that's cool. That is a that's a cool feeling. When you get into a car where like I think that's why Mazamiatas are so much fun. People love them so much because you can go you run them wide open. A hundred percent and then it's all on driver experience on what you can do with the car. None of it's helping with the car. I know um Gears and Gasoline just dropped the at time this, they just dropped the first episode of the K car. Yeah, that was awesome. And uh, the one of them had like ITVs and everything, and they were like going up like the Blue Ridge Parkway, and this thing is just screaming. And he's yeah. like, "I'm going." 40 miles. Yes, yeah. But He's they were like, having a fucking blast. They were like, it feels like it's perfect for yeah. it because you're running it wide open yeah. the whole time. That's why, like, I have a perfect analogy. And to bring it up, I just bought a Honda Grom, right? Oh, but there's... this is why it's fun. This man bought a Honda Grom three hours ago. This is why <laughs> it's much. fun. And this is why I bought it. You guys are saying it. Although it's super small, it's a 125cc, I can run that fucker wide open through town and just be having a blast. You don't need a 1,000cc bike to have a good time. So that it goes to show it's the same reason. Like, Do you think it's because it's taking the ego away from the platform, though? Like when you have a, a little bit, when you have a yeah. six hundred, yeah. when you have a leader bike, your confidence, your confidence just yeah. skyrockets. Yeah, when you, you don't have... get to have that confidence on a Grom or when you're in a Miata that's you know got a hundred horsepower. Really, when you come to think about it, it takes all of that like facade away from from driving. Yeah, I I've, I was just about to say too. Like one thing I learned with getting the Supra, um, like having more horsepower. Paying for a more expensive car isn't going to be the reason you have fun with it. I can have exactly as much fun in an S2000 that I have in my Supra. I promise you. Yep. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the car, and there's certain things that I like maybe a little more than a S2000, but I can have the same amount of fun. So anybody that's listening that's really like just killing themselves over this dream car that they want, I promise you, you don't need to spend the money to have a really good time in a cart. Use what you have and figure out ways to use it, whether it's back roads and country roads, just having some fun driving or taking it to your first autocross day or bringing it to a car show for the first time. Yeah. And I, I promise it's just not like if you buy that $80,000 car, that's not like the answer. It's not like you just get in and it's like, oh, this is the perfect car. It's like, no, you can still enjoy like every platform. You don't need to spend money to enjoy a platform. Yeah, spend spend more time in your summer with your car running and on the road. Like not <laughs> oh, every look single who's talking. Yeah. You don't have to <laughs> You don't have to you don't have to just keep building your car over and over and over. Like enjoy self-reflecting right Enjoy now. the He's, enjoy the I drive. Need to to it's important. I need to do this. <laughs> it's important to do this. Alex Martinez. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, you drive a car that's reliable. All of a sudden, you start saying shit like that. Hey, I listen, like I had the Nissan Gloria for the greater part of last year. Stayed on the road the entire time. Well, had except a blast when you picked it, it up. <clears throat> that was a tie rod issue. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I'm just saying. The Ferrari ran the whole year. Did it? Actually, yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah, the Ferrari right. ran okay, the whole okay, year. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. The Gloria went all the way to Tennessee and back, Mister Dakota Stone. Okay, did it? Yeah. When? Because it was on a trailer, but then Dustin's oh. truck couldn't get it further than 45 ah. minutes out of town, so oh. he drove it for the other 12 and a half hours. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. The I'm S2000 sorry. was running perfectly fine after yeah. we got it back. Just and shoved then it in a just... corner in the garage and never touched it. Yeah, because it was really ugly. I I've can't never get over how ugly it is. I've never in that car, bro. You would really enjoy that. I know. I've, I've heard you rip it. I've been behind you. That was like the most I got to experience. Once we, like once a, a clap car? 
I am. Like, sure, I clapped. love that S2000. Team clapped. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Clapped. Well, okay. No, okay. that car sucks. That stoved-in fender, all the fucking paints. We don't have that off of it. The mirrors are still vinyl wrapped. Thing looks fender, like oh, it's, got, hey, it's got a body kit tape to it. Yeah, now. right like, now there's no fenders with a on turd them. bow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a fun car, and it's enjoyable. And it's ugly. And if you ever want to see the most silly thing ever, watch Dakota ride his Grom around town. Big yeah, boy on yeah. a small bike looks a little bit like a circus show. Yeah, it is. It is something. <laughs> we hit up some yard sales this morning. <laughs> we're driving in the GR86. We just look behind Dakota's just like. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's so fun. <laughs> so fun. What would you say? He's like, look like a pine tree behind us. <laughs> Man looks like a beefy like, pine tree. There's a weird analogy, but I could see it. Like, I could... <laughs> <laughs> and then you he wasn't wearing a gone. hat or sunglasses, so it's just his hair whisking <laughs> in the wind. Okay, all right. Sounds like He's you selling liked it, it a little too much. <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, we're probably going to take a little break. And when we come back, do we know what we're talking about? Stop it. <laughs> Gotta get one see in See you in a minute. Oh, you doing the Every that's gonna time. fuck them up editing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, sup bitches. Hey, we're hey, back. Hey, language. Sup, bitches. <laughs> All right. Um, I wanted to have a debate, so I was trying to think of something because the problem that sucks here is we're all from the Midwest and we're like, "Hey, bud, how you doing? Oh, you're doing good. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I could see that." But I'm more the, we're too nice. And uh, well, are you? Yeah, I'm way too kind. I can't get. I'm just too fucking. Kind. I I feel like people. Anyways, have some things so to we say we were that. talking in between the break, and I was just like, we were trying to think of something that we do have differing opinions on. And one thing I thought of recently that I've really just started hating is new muscle cars. I don't like them, and I think they all kind of suck. So I give me an example. I'll give you multiple for multiple. We just want one. No, I need to, because there's people are going to be like, oh, well, then this brand is good. Well, this brand is, no, they all fucking suck, okay? I drove a, what was Kirk's car? Is a Mustang GT350? Yeah. Um, yep. I, I thought it was the most gorgeous cars, like that Battleship Grey. I drove it, and I was like, oh, this is it? Okay. Well, I mean, it's a car. Yeah, all right. Did, did not you, Did you get it much. above, like, 3,500 yes. RPM? Yeah, and it made the loud Mustang noises. <laughs> Ooh, I don't care. I'd rather have my Supra any day of the week than that car. I really would. I truly mean that. And if people are mad about it, they can be mad about it. Next up is a Camaro SS. My buddy got one. We were fucking stoked. We were like, hell yes. He went from a Honda S2000 to a Camaro SS. And we were like, dang. Like, he was the first in our friend group to get a newer mm -hmm. V8 muscle car. What year? I want to say it was the 45th anniversary, so I don't know which year that would make it. Probably like a 2012-ish. They really, they really be making anniversaries for everything. Yeah, for everything. You're right. It's Anyways, the 45th okay, okay. Year. <laughs> Real quick, so we're up to speed here. We both, both of us, were like, mm, I can't see shit out of it. It's really not that fun to drive. Interior's basic as fuck, and the electronics suck. You got rid of the car. Next up, I feel like you could say that about any car. Challenger SRT8. Drove it on the track, <laughs> made me hate it than I uh, more than I hated it before. My God, that thing was. You call him a boat? Yeah, no shit. That ooh, didn't feel good. The power delivery wasn't there for me. It felt like they were trying to make the Challenger into a luxury car, which it doesn't need to be. Maybe because it's so big, they just have room for the more shit. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. Newer muscle cars have gotten boring. I think. I think you've. Uh picked some very specific vehicles and I still think you're wrong. Okay. I think Ford Mustangs, uh, we'll start with, with that platform. The new S650 
has already been regarded as a fantastic. Oh, the one upgrade. you can rev with your key fob. The one that you can yeah. also have a drift mode with. Oh, drift Ford's drift mode is the biggest hoopta. You've never they put you've that never in RS in like fucking 2014 too. It had a drift mode. Isn't it front-wheel drive? Drift stick. No, an yeah. RS isn't front-wheel drive. Yeah, so... All-wheel drive. So how are you supposed to drift all-wheel drive? With drift mode. <laughs> they uh, put it rear-wheel drive bias. Did they? Yeah, well, yeah, there's still power going on the front, but it was a lot less, and that was drift mode. And it's yeah, just, well... It's, a hoop to, it's for kids to get excited because well, they see the not, car has a drift mode. It's not for kids, right? The whole point is that it's a driving experience. So, like... I would say that the, the, the marketing of the drift mode for the RS was... Strictly for, for kids. It was for kids. Well, it was, that it was. was we're talking about the Mustang. We're not okay, talking okay, about the right, Focus. Sorry. The Focus was was literally targeted to people like Dakota, was and he bought one, kids? so he nailed it. So called Dakota kid. <laughs> I was a kid when I got it. So when we look at like the Mustang, the new S650, it comes with a lot of new tech. It's, yeah, like it's key fob revving. Key fob revving. Yep. Sure, some of it's some of it's gaudy. Yep. I would say some of it's a little over the top. Very gaudy. But there's some other really great things about it. The brake system is all new upgraded, awesome, good quality. You've got a lot of new power that's coming from the new S650 and the chassis and how it actually handles that power and the rigidity and the structure. Like, it's a it's a good upgrade on a platform that's affordable and easy to get your hands on. Okay. When we compare some of the new stuff that's coming out from Nissan. Nissan's coming out the Nissan Z, right? Took two years to fucking get once they released it. And we're getting a twin turbo, what, three liter, making 400 horsepower and a six speed. There's nothing special about what the Nissan Z is. There's nothing special coming out of Nissan, right? Toyota came out with what? The Supra? The GR Corolla. The GR Corolla. GR86. Can't, can't get your hands on. GR86, low horsepower car. What's new about the GR86? Nothing. The power band. So they fixed the the terrible power band. They in the fixed first the only thing needed. Yeah, they fixed yeah, the only it, thing the did, car needed. They did. They did need it. Yeah. Okay, a lot of people say it needed to be turbocharged, but I think to I keep it more cost friendly. It yeah, I think it's a good car. But the way what it I'm is. saying is, is like when you when you look at like a brand new Toyota, for instance, like the new GR86. Mm-hmm. You look at Nissan, the Nissan Z. The Supra was only possible because of BMW. Let's go. If that if that collaboration didn't exist, Toyota would have never made that car. And if they did, I couldn't afford it. And if they did, it wouldn't work as well as you think it well, it would work super well, but it would not be near it the amount of potential. It wouldn't be out yet, and it would probably be a hundred K MSRP. Yeah. It'd be like the R thirty five. Like the Mustang, the new Mustang's not trying it's trying to do new stuff. It's constantly trying to progress without making the price tag climb exponentially. It's making cars available to people that can only spend twenty five, thirty thousand dollars on a car and they continuously try to give you more every single time they introduce a new generation. Whereas I think sometimes with the other car brands that we like, like Toyota, like Nissan, like like things like that, if they are in that sub thirty K bracket, which not very many are, if any at all right now, it's more of the same. It's just refined more of the same. Domestics these days, you look at the Ford Mustang, you look at the Chevy Camaro, you look at the Chevy Corvette, you look at what Cadillac came out with. They're constantly trying to refine the power that they had 10 years ago into a platform that's leagues better than what the competition is. Like the new C8, the top tier new C8, is objectively one of the best cars you can buy for dollar, hands down. If you can get your hand on it, the only thing that's better than it is a $300,000 GT4 RS. Gels, what do you think about C8 when you drove it? See, best car you can get your hands on? Uh, I, the one that we drove, had some dro- really bad brakes and it was kind of poopy, but... I also drove you're a talking base about, model You're C8. talking about the new Z06, yes. like the brand well, new Well, that one. shit's yes. like fucking 400 grand. Exactly. 
That I hope it's good. I hope it's the best thing I ever drove. It's the <laughs> price like, of my house. <laughs> my house isn't four hundred grand. I just know the actual cost of the car. I don't think that the new age muscle cars are poopy. I think there are some that are poopy, but I think for the most part that, you know, when you compare them to other cars on the market, specifically like the Japanese cars and things like that, or even like the German cars, you know, the the interiors to me seem like they're just stuck in 2008. Like nothing has been updated on the interior. Like all the, all like the infotainment stuff seems laggy. Like it just seems like it's, it comes out already outdated. What is it? The new Mustang now features, uh, what's it called? Um, so that like gaming software that's in their oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh god what's it called I can't remember what Driving they called it but yeah it's like but it's supposed to be upgraded and better yeah. I, I can't confirm so that I, I haven't think, seen like, it in some person some do but... it better than others like Dodge for instance though they cannot figure it out I but feel I, like I, I okay so let me I'll I'll defend Dodge I'm, for the sake I'm, of this argument yeah, by the way I'm still not on your side here you haven't yeah, convinced me yeah so with Dodge for instance I think you saying like they're trying to make it nicer and more luxurious i don't think they are i don't i've never seen a marketing pitch i've never seen a commercial an ad a tiktok a photo that's been like yeah you're right you want to invite a hellcat fucking air-conditioned seats no (laughs) all of its fucking ads are going in a straight line and fucking lifting the front end of the car up it has a very targeted audience people are buying the scat pack because that's all they can afford but that doesn't mean that it's not it's doing something it's not intended to do. It's doing exactly what it's intended to do. It's hitting that exact customer that wants to have a loud fucking car that's got a shit ton of horsepower and can do nasty burnouts in a straight line. The thing is, it has a shit ton of horsepower, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels fucking slow and sluggish and outdated, and that's the problem. I'm but not. That's, like, they're I not don't... necessarily bad cars. They're just a million better options. There's so many other cars I would rather own than them. Based and- on based on your experience. And your experience is limited compared to other people with more experience that might like that more. Right? Who, so like Chelsea Denofa <laughs> drifting for RTR, <laughs> who are you talking about? This is this is the thing, right? It's like people enjoy different chassis for different reasons. The the reason people love the E36 chassis for drifting, for instance, is because it's a very, very balanced and rigid chassis. People love it, and when you modify it, when you throw a bunch of power in it, you can throw a thousand horsepower in E36, and it'll still behave the same way as if you had four hundred horsepower in the chassis. And it's right? cheap. And it's cheap. But there are other people that fucking hate the chassis. They think it's overpriced. It's overhyped. It's dog shit. And you should just go get a. You should go get a. Uh, uh, like a 350Z or a different chassis because they're not worth the price. Well, what's the difference between the two? The only difference between the two is experience. The person that actually has the experience on the chassis, like the depth, can tell you that it's a fantastic chassis, and here's the three reasons why. You may not like the Dodge because it felt sluggish to you or felt big. Not saying it's not sluggish or that it's not big, but there's also a chance you didn't use it right. There's also a chance that you didn't know how to drive a heavy car. There's okay. also a chance that you don't okay. know how to manage weight <laughs> transfer. Just personally, he's like, oh, I know car? how to manage weight <laughs> transfer. I've been doing it my whole life. But that's the point, right? You you may not have had that experience to keep it under control, to use the power that the car has there. You tried to force the car to do what you want instead of learning how to drive the car. The Corvette is a great example of this. The Corvette, I didn't like driving either. I spent two days with Ron Fellows uh, Raceway driving that with with instructors, and I felt like the front end was super soft, and I felt like I couldn't turn it. 
And then at the end of the time, at the end of the two days, I asked an instructor to take me out, go 100% in this car with with a stock based model because I didn't like the experience. He then proceeded to show me everything I did wrong. He showed me why the front end felt so light. He showed me why my turn ins were such dog shit. He showed me why this is a great platform, but you can't force it. The tolerance of you being able to force a base model C8 through a track is really bad because it is mid-engine and you're not familiar with how that, that weight transfer really feels. You have to load up the front a ton and you have to use your brakes a ton just to get the weight shifted and then you go into the turn. And I, the two days leading up to that, thought the C8 was absolute dog shit. I still don't like the platform. Oh. But that doesn't mean other people can't drive it better and actually know how to use it. I didn't say nothing about that, Alex. I just said there's a lot of better cars you could get for your money. Yeah, but I you're think. basing it on your experience. Yeah, and everything about them. Nothing that you've said about those cars has piqued my interest in them anymore. I think it's a tired platform. It's like playing Call of Duty 50 for the 50th time. I'm fucking over it. You're making Mustang 50th edition, and it's the same platform over and over again. And the biggest things that they're trying and making new are adding 10 horsepower and revving it from the key fob, and that doesn't get me excited. I would rather Ford just come out with a new sports car and push the limits like Nissan did with the Z, although it's not like maybe the most groundbreaking car in the universe. At least it's something different and that's them trying something different i'm tired of camaros and mustangs and challengers it's the same fucking car for the last 75 years and i'm fucking over it, it, I, it just try something new but i i think they are and you're just not seeing it okay what's the sports car that ford has came out with recently so ford i would i would agree with you because their most recent innovative thing was the mach e that <laughs> was their biggest. Yeah, that we agree, and, it, and it's really stuff. tough too. Because I think we all can all agree. Yeah, we can all agree. Going electric. Yeah, I think we can agree. Ford maybe not doing it. Their most exciting thing is the S650, which isn't. It's it's not new. It's Let's another not innovation. That the S550 absolutely killed it too. It also was a fantastic platform. I do like the the looks of those. They did a good job. <laughs> they also perform <laughs> very well for and, the value. And they're reliable. I, and they're reliable. On popular opinion, I thought the EcoBoost was kind of neat in the Mustang. Okay, as well, but. Chevy. So one bite. <laughs> Chevy has the Corvette. Yeah. Mid-engined. And they just came okay, out with the, the E-Ray, an electric yeah. Corvette yeah. that has get, well, that can like be driven that can, that can be driven for seat, like that all year round. Torque vectoring and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Which you may not like it, but it's I'm still way fucking different than what Corvette had six years ago. Right. That's innovating. Okay. That's trying something new. Cadillac. They still got to slap the Corvette name on it, though. Of just course so they, they do. Sell it. Yeah. Cadillac has the new black wings. Those are cool. They shifted out of just the dash Vs. See, that's a better argument. Now you're you're picking up. Yeah, CTSV wagons, the new black wing. There is some good muscle cars out there. Okay, all right. Yeah, the, o- the, the only one that I think we, we would agree on hasn't gone as far as we would want is Ford. What about Dodge? I think Dodge is doing what it's always done. I think, but it's never pretended to be anything it's not. It's always no, been the same. I agree with that. Yeah, but, but like, it, why can't they introduce some more models, something different? Because why the fuck would they need to? Because there's it's no boring. Reason. There is absolutely nothing telling Dodge, hey, we don't want more Dodge Challengers. Hey, Dodge. <laughs> You're not going to Dodge, buy- make some new cars. You're not going right? to buy Charger one. and Challenger tired. Need a new car. I miss SRT4s. Why didn't you do something cool with the Dart? Instead, you just made it economy boring mode. Didn't they make the Dodge Hornet? Uh, no. The Hornet just came out. Where? The hell are you talking about? Yeah, where? Isn't you... it called the Dodge Hornet? Who's telling you that? The world? The, you talk to the world? Dodge 
came out. It's like a it's like an Xbox yeah. 720 kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's an it's an SUV. They came no. out. Yeah, it's got 270 oh, horsepower, a 1.3 liter or a 2 liter. No, it's a plug-in Alex, hybrid you're not SUV. To me. You're hearing me, but you're not. Okay, listening. we're talking about muscle cars here. Yeah, you're. But well, you, I did just, bring up SRT4 just, and stuff. Yes, I did. He I did. asked, and I answered. <laughs> I, that, I guess that's again, I don't want times, that one. But like, yeah. I thought Ford with the Focus ST, like that was cool. They brought that over. They did that. Yeah, the four mm-hmm. years and Dodge just that. shut the fuck up and stayed quiet. They didn't answer. I'd be willing to bet that Ford will come out with something if the GR Corolla grows roots stateside. You think they will? Because I do. Like, I do. Eh, I do because you think they'll bring because, it back because, after a couple years. Well, I don't know if they'll call it. The Ford Focus. There's probably or some Pinto but, or something. You, you have the to, Pinto RS. You have to think about it, right? What, <laughs> what's out there? See, <laughs> what's out there for the hot hatch? Everything. No. What, what do you no. mean? Like GR what, Corollas, what, what Golf Rs, GTIs. Uh, in Europe, they still have the STs. Yeah, no, stuff, but stateside, stateside, you've got okay, Volkswagen yeah. and GR Corolla, and maybe some small Mazdas here and there, um, but they're they're not really considered. And the Veloster, Veloster, the type Veloster, Veloster Run. Veloster Run's not made anymore. Oh, it's not. Nope. What? Nope. Come on. It's not made anymore. What'd you say? I said technically a Type R. Oh, yep. Type R. Is it really? That's a, a hatch. That's a hatchback. Oh. Super's a hatch. <laughs> but does it need to be like, yeah. does it need to be all wheel drive? But I guess what I'm trying to say hatch? is like, anyway. Right. Snub, snub, snub trunk, four door, I think Ford Focus, GTI, Golf R as a hot hatch. I guess I don't see the Civic Type R as a hot yeah, hatch. Yeah, no, the, the hatches have definitely quieted down quite a bit. Because of SUVs. Yeah. Gross. Because, well, it's just a bigger. Hatchback. Yeah, that's all it is. And in in my opinion, I think that I truly believe this. If Ford has always been one of those companies that I think like they never want to be first to much, but they'll almost always be second or third to everything. And I think that if the GR <laughs> like you Cor- try it first, and then we'll yeah, see. Yeah, how yeah, it- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think like if the GR Corolla holds, and they see sales on like the GTI and the Golf R kind of stay around, and you've got the audience of people that don't want to buy SUVs. Ford will probably go take some fucking random ass chassis in Europe, bring it over to the States, throw an ST badge on it, make it 250 horsepower and say, hey, look at this brand new hot hatch we introduced, even though it's the same fucking thing that they have somewhere else in Europe. I I, I can't see it. To come back to Earth a little bit, the thing you got to remember, too, is these are all companies making money and providing families food and all that. You know, like there's jobs at stake. Performance cars are a very small portion yeah. Tiny. of the sales, and they don't really give a fuck. I mean, I think it's like the big flashy object to get everyone's attention, mm-hmm. but in reality, you're selling Corollas, Camrys, um, SUVs, any you know Explorer, whatever the fuck they're selling nowadays. That's the bread and butter. Like I remember the sorry something about when Lamborghini came out with the the Urus, Urus, what, however you pronounce that shit. I can't afford it. I can't say it. <laughs> that like skyrocketed Lamborghini sales. Top, top sales. Yeah. Still so are. That's why Ferrari started like making the For not SUV way. SUV. Yeah. Um so it's like I, I get it. That's what sells. But just I wanted to be angry car enthusiast fissionaire and I, I still I'm not sold on those Challenger chargers. In 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 my and I think in my opinion, I think that most of the domestic car markets are innovating. Like the brands are innovating. They may not be in our interest but they still are. Yeah. Cadillac is, Chevy is, you know, General Motors, right? I think those guys are. I think that a lot of times those those brands are also carrying ideas that get crossed over into to the Japanese and European market. I still think objectively the best cars you can you can buy right now if you're on like that budget oriented side of things, I still think is is Volkswagen. I still yeah, think Volkswagen Volkswagen's still kill it in terms of practicality, power, 
driving experience, interior quality, exterior design. Volkswagen just does it. They just only get you know slapped on the wrist with some sort of terrible fine every 10 years because they're yeah, doing something. Yeah, but we're usually on the side of their fine. Lawsuit. Care, like, yeah. Environmental. They're, yeah, they're getting some environmental shit, and I'm doing an EGR and DPF deleting my garage. <laughs> Same shit. That's why I'm on their side. It's like, guys, he got caught. You got to be a little smarter than that. I'll agree with Alex. Like they, they've continued to, like, slightly improve on themselves over the years but it's like then i look at dodge specifically it's like they've been making the same fucking car with the same chassis for literally like 15 years yeah like just come out at least just come out with you know at least like ford's like okay we got a new chassis now yeah dodge is like that nah, just slapping the okay. same shit on I the got same a question chassis. for both of you um if you had to pick up a american muscle car newer one what would you get Ooh. If one of you knows, just go. Go ahead. I got to think on this one. Unless I'd, I'd get a like if if I had to get a car right now. Yep. Any but I'd probably get a Blackwing. Okay. That's right. Can you, what do those have in it? I'm gonna sound really stupid, but is that considered? It's, a, is it's it? the same Corvette motor, not the mid-engined. Okay, I didn't know if it was like a like a twin turbo V6 or something. No. No. Okay. No. I would. Man, it's a supercharged V8. I think. Yeah. I think I think I'd have to go with like a S five fifty or S six fifty. Can I take it back? Oh, mm, all loud. ACR Viper. <laughs> they don't even make those <laughs> anymore. Not made. I know it doesn't even oh, matter. It had to be a newer. Okay, so you're yeah, like, you're all right. Probably. Now, if you had to pick up a Japanese car that's newer that was just made right now, what would you pick? Mm. I know these are big questions. They don't need to be like set in stone. Just right now, what do you feel in this Honestly, very moment? I'd, I'd probably go Snake Supra, like a manual. Oh, Supra. really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you might say Type R. It seemed like you're interested. In yeah, I, I love the Type I, R, but I mean, I, I right. feel like the Supra. Okay, that's that. okay. Alex, probably a GTR. I still think that's like the best thing to yeah. come out of yeah. Japan right now. Absolutely. Okay, now let's go Euro. Euro. Yep. Oh, that includes Ooh. Italian. <laughs> Yeah, that is a big Yeah, that, that neck is quite large. But I mean, I mean, try to keep it a little bit realistic here. Yeah. Like something okay. you would actually shop for if oh, okay. you would consider. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Mercedes-Benz AMG GTR. That was quick. And those are beasts. I'd go with either. I'd probably go with the G80 M3. Cool. I, yep, I agree with you 100%. You, I don't know enough about those cars, but I'll trust your word for it. Okay, now... Out of those three cars, which would you pick? <laughs> so the options were Blackwing, Blackwing, AMG GTR, or, or R35. GT- <laughs> I picked all like big engines. Yeah, <laughs> big cars big, in general. Big, engine, yeah. big car. Out of the three there, I would probably choose. I'd probably choose the AMG GTR. Out of those three, yeah. my my pick. Probably have to go with the G80. Okay. Uh, point set match. <laughs> I am, uh, I'll be back after the break. There. All right. We're back. We're Welcome talking... back after that mic drop. Alex, what are we talking about in this segment? Yeah. I don't know why you think that's a mic drop. Oh, it was savage. No. It was I'm actually gonna watch that part back. kind of cringy. Oh, yeah. 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 We're talking about, we're talking about some cringe. We're talking about some cringe shit because it's. There's there's like this thing. I was on TikTok the other night, Uh-oh. and there's good stuff on TikTok. Like right? what? I like it. I like it. There's good educational stuff. Okay. I learn a lot out there. I yeah. get to rewatch entire episodes of old TV shows because copywriting's not a thing on that. Sh- <laughs> that is what I've been watching entire SpongeBob episodes. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the legality SpongeBob. of it. But no, 
I was coming across and I, I got hit with an ad and it was for a Ford <gasps> commercial. Oh, I, I don't and, Ford. And yeah, I was watching I was watching this Ford commercial and I'm like, this is terrible. This is the most cringe thing I've ever seen. Was it it's like, like one of those like user generated commercials? No, it was, or was like, it like a, actually it was like Ford? a sixty three year old marketing executive somewhere knew that they had to make a TikTok commercial. Oh god. And found some like thirty two year old model in LA to stand in front of a fucking oh, Ford no. Bronco or Ford oh, Mustang. No. And they're like this is how I modify my Ford Mustang. Oh. And it's like, it's so bad. It's so cringe. Like, And it's not cringe in the fact that they're trying to make it cringe. It's just objectively terrible to watch. Yeah. You know, and you can tell that there's like still this massive gap between some of these huge companies and then UGC. Like the pe- UGC is just when creators make the ad for the company, the company right. then posts it. That's right. the, you'll see good stuff from that a lot of paid partnerships if you ever see a random video with like a million and a half views and it's talking about Pennzoil, it's because Pennzoil's putting money behind that tiktok yeah. not people don't just love Pennzoil <laughs> installation videos okay valvoline yeah, as well there's money behind hey don't forget to replace your oil use valvoline 5w30 synthetic it's like holy shit that video's got 1.8 million yeah, yeah. It's because Pennzoil's paying for oh, the yeah. views but exposed i started getting into this just a little bit more and then i you started realizing i dove into the cringe more oh, there's no. a fuck ton of bad automotive cringe out there right now <laughs> where the only goal the only goal from the the content creator is to gain a following and i think it's kind of fucked mm. i think it's kind of ass backwards dakota you don't make cringe content so don't think this is about you okay well, why'd you call me out i feel like you, the how many noises have you made in this podcast thus far? I feel like sometimes I make some cringy content, but it's just me <laughs> trying to be stupid or funny. And then sometimes to some people it's cringy, sometimes yeah, it's funny. Okay, so so go deeper. What what do you mean? What what's cringy? Just what's like making so, your so, skin crawl? So there was a time where I, I think it was a an individual where she had talked about how she was like changing her oil filter. Okay. And she had an air filter in her hand. Oh. Okay. Cringe, right? Yikes. But was it satire? Apparently, they went multiple videos of this that built up this massive like community that was just pissed at this girl for for having the wrong part. And then she made a video like a week ago talking about how she bought like a GTR or something, and that the whole thing was satire, that it was a joke, that she knew it wasn't an oil filter, that it was an air filter. And a bunch of there's a bunch of comments on her news video where it's like, oh my god, get them, girl! Like, oh, you showed them, you go go chase that bag or whatever it is. And it's like, I'm like watching these videos, and it's like, I feel like it's not helpful to do like these quick grabs of attention in the automotive scene, and then be like, oh, well, actually, me being me doing this, me purposely misinforming a group of people for the sake of views. I actually did it all intentionally. It was an all. To, it was all just to make money. Like, doesn't that feel weird to you guys? Is it? Is it am I? Am I reaching here? It's, it's tough to say without seeing it because was it like blatantly kind of obvious that it was satire, or was it like? Because that sounds kind of funny. I'd probably get a chuckle out of that. It's it's tough to say without <laughs> seeing it. Like, was it someone that genuinely didn't know, and now they're just playing? Like, right. oh no, I I knew that wasn't in an oil filter. Duh. <laughs> or is it like? It was blatantly, obviously See, satire. Okay, so it gets weird with with TikTok, right? Because it's not like you're taking money from people. You're just taking like their ten seconds yeah. of their fucking day, you know, to watch a video and be like, "Oh, you idiot! That's not an oil filter." You know, it, it'd be different if it was like, you know, 
asking for donations or like yeah, you know, yeah. go fund me or something like that. But when it's literally just like ad time That's paying fair. for that, yeah. I, I think I there's think stupid fine. videos though too. Yeah. But like know. I'm I'm trying to get my head wrapped around some of the content that I see that gets a lot of attention. Yeah. Right. And it's in the automotive space. No, I know exact I know exactly what you're trying to get. I don't I don't know if that one is it. Is it. Do you have one? I have a whole genre. Okay, What's hit me genre? with it. It's I forgot to talk to like it's the <laughs> What do you got, Jones? I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out a very specific group of people here. It is the <laughs> new WRX owners that go out in the rain and they do a slow panning <laughs> shot of their car and be like, I just wish she'd eat my ass sometimes. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> and it's just supposed to be shock value and just oh, fucking like cringe and like just the stupid sayings. I thought you were going to say, because the ones I get with, I've seen a million of these fucking, it's a picture of their car and they put some emotional quote over yeah, it. Yeah. And I hate that shit. I think that is the most desperate shit. If you just keep using a shot of your car and putting quotes on it, it i hate it, that I, yeah i think it all falls I under think, the yeah, scene i guess that's similar yeah is it yeah. shock just, value well is it making fun of that like it's like, <laughs> it might be i don't know i just remember that was like the one way, that i yeah, saw stupid. like recently i was like what the fuck my god but yeah it the, the shock value ones there's a fine line but yeah like i get it sometimes, no I sometimes think you have a bad day sometimes just, you want to speak on just let people know you're having a bad day but it could just be like it could just be me getting when it's your whole account yeah well that's what people do like Take it even outside of the automotive space, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to bring up Mario's uh, secret lover. Careful, Logan, he's right here. Logan Paul, right? Yeah. Is that the guy that you love? Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Oh, sorry. You like Mar Jake Paul instead of... Oh, okay, he likes both. Okay, <laughs> the, the guy that, like, his entire business model is, like, built off shock value. Yeah, like, yeah. Every single thing he does is shock value. And it almost feels like cheating sometimes because it's, like, it's rallying people against, like, some sort of, like, emotion right like he just launched this new uh i'm literally talking about it so it's doing exactly what he wanted it to do which is <laughs> talk about it for free for organic marketing <laughs> he won yeah, that's what i'm saying he won. It's like, <laughs> that's so, why alex is mad that's why i'm so pissed about it it's like okay so is i know i don't want to talk about it <laughs> I don't want to. I just don't want to talk about it. You just had to beep every brand or his name every time he's saying it. But it's okay, like anyways. The shock, the shock value, I think, in the automotive scene sometimes gets weird because I don't think it progresses. Like, I don't think it does anything. Yeah. And it bothers me sometimes when people purposely, like, get people pissed off in the automotive scene to then, like, use that emotion to get something from them, right? Like, they build up this anger, 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 more following, more following, more following, more following, more following, and then finally at the end they're like, ha, just joking, thanks for the money, see you later, bitches. And then it's like, oh, I feel like the rug gets pulled out. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel like it's yeah. good content. Right. It doesn't feel like it's, it's, it's good for the community. Is there anything that's sticking out to you? Well, like I said, I mean, not to reiterate, yeah. I, I fucking hate the <laughs> car shot emotional text yeah. oh my god that makes me want to fucking throw up if you do it once whatever i got but paid when for it's one your entire account i got paid for one of those see that's what i'm saying that's cringy but well no it, it's not as bad if you did it once okay whatever you try to see if it, but yeah. to make no, your entire page I just said that okay <laughs> great all right it's fine ellie it's okay. <laughs> you're okay you don't have to defend yourself anymore at the end of the day <laughs> 
at the end of the day, if it's getting views, it's getting comments, and it's not hurting anyone, then I can't necessarily be right. mad because that they they're playing the game. They got the game. Yeah, so, the, so there's really think, no rules to all this stuff, and it really no. is just kind of the freaking so wild think, west out there. So, like, if you wanted to be, let's say, you wanted to be a, a I don't know, controversial figure online, like you purposely spread misinformation. You okay, purposely, that's, that's, you purposely, like, you maliciously. <laughs> energize an audience to grow a following and then you wake up one day you make a video and you're like hey by the way uh i'm just kidding none of that was true by the way um i've got this prime water it's super sick and then there's an audience of you're people advertising that's like, jake Paul again. there's like an audience of people that are like oh i'll buy that i'll check that out you know or like the people that purposely go through a low point like they they purposely do a bunch of dumb shit to get a ton of attention oh no, i get what and you're then they saying. have redemption yeah. arcs and it's like you are monetizing the human emotion. <laughs> the thing, okay, if they're specifically saying misinformation, it's not satire. It's just like they're trying to make people believe in something that isn't real. Is that not that's satire? fucked up. That's fucked. No, satire is like it's like the uh, the Onion on Facebook or wherever, like the magazine <laughs> where like you know it's fake, and then there's those few boomers that are like, what? <laughs> no oh my god and then they share it on their feed and they look stupid that's their fault they're just maybe not aware maybe, maybe 2023 it's so, shifted it's the opposite i think it's like the if, creators are the onion if it's not yeah if it's not like that's pretty deep. blatantly obvious if people that's what i'm saying if people are trying to specifically manipulate to make something seem true really hard and like providing fake news for their benefit. That's different. That's, their that's something. But it's all for their, and I can't all, say I've really seen that. But it's all for their benefit because it gets some views. Okay. But it's like, go back to like the air filter thing. It's like, hey, I think it'd be really funny, right? Yeah. If I talk about working on my cars and I specifically show the wrong part every time because yeah, it's that, kind of funny. That would be like, kind of funny. I, but like, that doesn't hurt anybody. And then, like, you know, at the end of it, like, yeah, guys, I knew all along. Like, that was the joke. Like, having to explain the joke ruins the joke. Ruins the joke. So it's like, you're going to keep it going. So here's what I'm going to do. For the next four episodes, my build (laughs) on short. No, I'm going to tell the podcast channel right now. I'm going to purposely explain a part incorrectly for four episodes (laughs) in a row. When I'm going to be like, I'm going to grab this torque bar, and then I'm going to grab, like, a wrench. And I'm going to grab it in the video. And every time I mention, like, a part or product... I'm gonna say the wrong one. I'll do it for four videos, and I want to see what happens. Your engagement gonna skyrocket. And I'm gonna. It's like you when people blow up. It's like, <laughs> it's like when people like purposely spell a word wrong in like a title or in like the captions and things like that. I don't think they do that on purpose. Oh, they do. To There's people comments. that 100% people do it. I'm. You do it all the time. People do it all the time, just to get engagement. Ew. Yeah, because people will autocorrect, and because the algorithm is that's built gross. on I don't hey, like if that. somebody comments, shares, or highlights, yeah, that's weird. But it's going to go to more people, so people will purposely misspell stuff. I wear Smart. I wear I certain it. things or put certain things in the background of all my videos, so that way I get more comments. Which I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, because you're trying to drive some sort of. I want them to comment about it. That's the point. So you I, put like weird shit back there. Do you do you provide any context as to why it's in the background? Yeah, I would say like I try to theme it with the video. Yeah, it's not like completely it's usually, random. It's, it's not like you're just throwing like you know weird ass shit. Back right, there. right. Yeah. yeah, no, not that far. With well, it, I think that's a great segue because we're not going to be providing any context. No, no, no. In no, this no, next no, 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 no series segment, no context. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Never. Are you sure? Yeah, Jeldon, never ready. Come on, dude. What? Use your thick brain. 
you have to fight a hundred Dodge owners in a parking lot, or a okay. a hundred GR eighty six owners in a parking lot. Who Dodge owners on? got that dummy strength. <laughs> uh, I will fight the GR eighty six owners. 100%. Why? You get one sentence. One se- Dodge owners got that dummy strength. Gels. <laughs> 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 I just picture all Dodge owners as Vin Diesel. So I'm take the GR86. They're literally meat cake. Yeah. I'll take the GR86, boys. I don't think I've ever. I swear to God, if the Matrix is real, if they started with the Dodge Charger NPC person, because they all look the fucking same. Yeah, dude. Classic car shows. I feel like I talk to the same person five times in a row, and they say like a different version of the same exact thing five times in a row. Oh, anyways, um, do I have anything out of context? Mm-hmm. Somebody asks you what you think of their car, yeah. and it is absolutely dog shit. Oh, I've had this happen. Oof. What is the one thing? What's the one sentence? How do you reply to somebody without lying to them? Oh, let me think, because I've, I've had to. <laughs> it's a this. good start. <laughs> Dude, yes, I've said that a lot. <laughs> it's a good start to the build. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it It hurts. But you're like, okay. <laughs> it, it means that there's hope still. The thing is, like, I can relate with it because I had shitty. Yeah, well, I fucking tried working on a PT Cruiser and making. I like, and I did really stupid things. So like, I feel for them, and I know what stage they're in. That's a yeah. lot of context yeah. for no context. <clears throat> um, <sighs> sorry, I had to go. Yeah, I would. It's a good start. It's definitely <laughs> one that's been used many a time. Um. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Nice. You want to know what I usually tell nice. people? Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> when somebody shows me a, a shit box, I'll look at it and be like, so walk me through the build. Like, walk me walk me through what you're doing. Damn. You said that to <laughs> me just, before. Oh. <laughs> I'm just you just make them explain everything that they don't have. I'm yeah. just trying to get them. I want to so tell up, me about it. Yeah, you tell me about this because I'm having a tough time putting it together. <laughs> That's fucked up. It makes sense, though. Yeah, because then they can like share with what they're doing. Because maybe they are on the, you know, yeah. on a journey <laughs> with green and pink panels or something. All right, pets in the vehicles or no pets in the vehicles? And I'm talking about your fun cars, not your just daily drivers. Animals in the vehicle. I have my cat on my roof every single time I'm in the garage. on the roof. Not when I'm driving, but oh, yeah, when I'm working Jesus. on it. You want to no, see? No, not. I don't care while you're working. I'm talking about going for a drive. Oh yeah, they can cats be in, the... in the vehicle. Oh yeah, they pets can be in, in the... the vehicles or no pets in the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. they can be in the vehicle. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering. You can get clean. Yeah, I've seen this, Alex. I know. Yeah, I follow you boy. on Instagram. I see it every day. Alex Martini with two underscores. The behind the scenes you know what's on that stuff is crazy. Cringe content, just cats on their vehicles. Always, all the time. Oh my it's god. Just cringe. And they're Gels, doing it for I money. Hate, god, I just hate what TikTok has done to the automotive scene. <laughs> what you got for what you got for out of context? God. Neither of these people are getting out of this basement. <laughs> okay. You're driving to work every day. And it is bumper to bumper traffic, we'll say 45 minutes. And it's only like, if there's no traffic, five minute drive, but it's 45 minute drive. Are you picking up an automatic or a manual? I want you to be very honest. On the weekends, you go do whatever you want. But during the week, five days a week, you're driving that 45 minutes. Automatic. Stop and go traffic. Manual. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yeah. I, it's never bothered me. Sure. Really? Yeah. And stop it. Oh, I've been in bad traffic 
Well, I think what really ruined it for me was my uh, Evo 10, the master cylinder went out, and ah, the clutch weird. would stick to the floor, <laughs> and I went to auto motion like that. Oh. It, dude, like I was flicking it toe. back, and yeah. Don't turn and left at auto motion. Oh, my God, dude. It was nice. <laughs> I drove my car up and down. this. I went once, and I said, I am done for the fucking weekend. I am not moving the car, and I parked it, and I didn't move it. It was oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, it really don't bother me, honestly. Okay, Mr. Strong Legs, why don't you quit bragging and come up with a question? Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> car show or car meet? Show. Meets get weird sometimes. I agree with show. Not, not too much context. That's it. That's it. I'll pick meat. <laughs> Bet you would. <laughs> Yeah, I knew where Big that was going. M E E T, meat, meat over a show, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. No meat. contact. If you had, to, okay, I hate, this, I hate this segment. I can yell that. Would you rather get a ticket? Yes. By because you did a burnout in front of a group of people, or because you street raced against an asshole? Burnout. I think. Well, by one sentence, street racing way bigger ticket. Yeah. Jail. <laughs> Yeah. Burnout. Give me the burnout. Yeah. Burnout. I ain't got that money. <laughs> he had to throw it in there, just like doing a burnout in front of people. Your show. I, I feel like auto motion made you think of that question. Well, because doing a burnout in front of people is an entirely different experience than doing a burnout for yourself. I don't think I've ever done a burnout in front of people. Have you ever had a car to do a burnout in front of people? Yeah. Which one? The Mustang. When did you have Supra. that? Wasn't that when you were like 16? I've had rear-wheel drive cars, Alex. <laughs> have you? Yeah. You had the Ford Mustang when you were when? I had an FCRX7. Did you really? No, I just wanted to do what you always do to me. Like <laughs> I didn't know you had. He had an FBRX. No, I never did. I never did. I had a Mustang GT when I was... Was it the one with the, the, 16, the air 17. vents pop out when you drop the clutch and it was launch auto. it? Ugh. <laughs> you sure you could do a burnout? <laughs> You do brakes, Dan. Yeah, same thing. That's fine. Man. All right, gels. Come on, man. Give us something. What's up? Give us a give yeah, us a give no a question. context question. Stop being so polite. Just just try going I... off the dome right now. Just start saying questions. Talk. Just Talk. start. Speak. Nothing Talk is there. Speak. Because what happens is you guys start asking me questions, and I have no time to think about anything. Would you rather be Paul Walker or, or Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. Paul Walker's dead. <laughs> What kind of question is that? I meant from a movie. <laughs> He's dead in the movie. He's not even there anymore. Brian O'Connor. Oh, there we go. Okay. Or uh, Dominic Toretto. There we go. That's a lot better. <laughs> Which one would you rather be? Brian O'Connor. You're yeah, a way cooler car. Yeah. Huh? Brian, for sure. Okay, fine. Unless. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Paul. You can only have one car from the first Fast and Furious film. What do you get? There we what go. You okay, now we're getting right, somewhere. Right. Um, um, FD. Eclipse. Dom's FD. The only fucking import he ever drove. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Some then they were like, dude, we can't have this guy driving imports, too. We got to switch that. A lot of context. <laughs> that, that wasn't why I was picking it, though. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> there he's yelling at me. That's fair. Well, that's... I only give you more shit because you won't come up with a question. Yeah, that's fair. That's, yeah. I, you still got to think of a movie. All right, all right. Um, you need to be thinking about the question while we're asking questions. That's hey, impossible. That? Okay, okay. Big car enthusiasts. Do you yeah. pick Finding Nemo mm. or Cars 
the movie. I've got some really terrible news. There's a reason I've, I asked this. I feel like I've I've definitely watched Finding Nemo more than I've watched Cars. Not what the question was. And I would probably choose Finding Nemo over Cars. Okay. Listen, I got to say it. He's never seen it. There it is. Uh, I've watched a portion of Cars. <laughs> Exposed. In Sears. That's it? That's only... <laughs> and I've never watched the rest of it. How? how I choose mu- Finding hold on, Nemo. Hold on. Damn. How much of it did you watch while in the Sears? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's a like, portion? Like, that doesn't count. And why do you remember it? Well, my father was dropping off some form of washer okay, and or so dryer. You had over okay. to the TV yeah, you had, you had And he was talking to yeah, the service rep. Damn, you could probably caught the whole movie. And I caught the chunk of space when the red car McQueen... Uh, red, red car, car McQueen? When he oh, has first trying... Say his first name. Lightning. Okay. Right. When he was trying Church to chunk. get out of this, this town yep. and there was an old cop... Yeah. That was like moseying around following him because it didn't matter. He couldn't uh, get out of there. Dude. And I remember Sally. Sally was introduced. Portia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Portia you didn't even get cute? to see the best part. The she best. Cute. The, I try not to think of objects as cute. The best part. That's Disney's That's whole thing. Up. That's Disney's whole thing. The best <laughs> part of the Disney's movie is the tuner scene. You didn't even see the tuner scene. It goes so hard. Well, I've it seen, does go I've, unnecessarily hard. I've seen that clip. But you I need to see it in contact. Because like, that's before happens in the he movie. goes into the the, yes. the tiny town, right? The drifting part, too, where it was his dock or whatever, oh, teaches yeah. him, like, got to turn Dirt left. Racing. Yeah, left to go right or whatever. <laughs> and he, all of a sudden, the wheels shift. They're like, and he's like, whoa. Like that part, <laughs> that really stuck in the old brain. I thought that part oh, was yeah. really sick, too. Uh-huh. So, there so you, go. you should have watched the movie. So Find you should have said Cars just so you can fucking see it. But no, it was a trick question because I think objectively Finding Nemo is a much better movie than Cars by One. Better would piece say. of film. <laughs> yeah. The cinematography is film. insane. How'd they record that far underwater? How'd he hold his breath for that That's long? what I was wondering. Anyways, I don't know how they got all the cars to talk. <laughs> Dude, you got to find people that raise them right. <laughs> All right, tricks. Fast and Furious Five or Born to Race. Mm, Born to Race, pretty good. I think I think the fifth Fast and Furious is a little underrated, though. Fast Five. I can't even remember which fucking one that is. That's the one uh, where they <laughs> dodge charges, yeah, they, baby. They took the police charges yeah. and like, ripped the vault out of the wall. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that one. Which is apparently one. a precursor to the bad guy in Fast X. Fast 10. Oh, yeah, there's I 10. Gave up you changed seven. my life, dumb. I haven't seen, like, the last four movies. Me neither. I stopped on the eighth one, and then I just treated that as the end. And I just tried to I wipe it from seven my memory. Yeah, well, I wiped the memory of eight so that seven is the end. And I watched eight. Never watched eight. They should have just ended it. At, I don't understand. The end of it for me was when it was... It's been a long day so seven. Yeah, seven. without you, my friend. That's when the series ended in my brain. Yeah. And I think that is the last time I've seen it. Was yep. that the last time you saw Paul Walker? Yes. Well, it was like CGI. Do you have a question yet? No. 
You don't. You have to get one before we end this yeah, show. We're I not ending it. Understand how my brain works. When we're talking, I'm not thinking of others. It doesn't make sense to me how you guys do that. What do you mean? Literally, just start talking right now. Just yes, like go. say a question. Go one word after another. Chat makes. GPT yourself right now. Go. Car video games. Car makes. Car show. Car stories, your first car, your last car. Car mods. Uh, the time that you once felt really dumb with your car. Pooping your pants in your car. Did you ever piss in your car? <laughs> Did you ever go in the back of your trunk and get locked in your car? What sort of modifications oh, do you was, hate? What silly cars do you have? What's one car that you love but you actually hate? What is the guilty pleasure car that you've got? Come on. A few more. Give me a few more. No, no, no. that was good. That was good. That was good. You have 20 seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All Ask right. a question. No. Dakota, no more talking. Oh, I wanted to say one. No. Yeah. Gels, say go. It. You're in trouble. Gels? Hi. Do it. I can't. Do it. Fine. Okay, I got one. Oh, my. Tattoo of a Hyundai logo or a Kia logo? <laughs> got to get one of them right now, and it's big, and it we'll put it we'll put it on the outside of your forearm. Gels? Kia. <laughs> Because the new one looks like KN, apparently, and I can just pass it off as something else. That's true. You could. It is really weird. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> you got to pick, Alex. I don't want to. And then we're going to actually go do it. He's doing what I was doing. I know. I'm going with Hyundai. Whoa! Damn. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, the He's italicized Honda. He's just doing shock factor for money. Fancy do you have Honda. a question yet? No. <laughs> If the if 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 you're listening in, if I talk I want you guys well, to know something, and then we're we're ending this no. podcast. Dakota is the jokester of the group, and I would argue that I take myself too seriously. But gels gels is like a a, a squishmallow, yeah. you know, a, a cupcake, like a like a funfetti, basic vanilla cupcake that yeah. that like you're really hoping one of these days maybe it's a little spicy. What? Maybe it's a different flavor. Maybe maybe you got a different type of cupcake that you've never had before. There it is. And then you oh. bite in, and it's still just that funfetti it's cupcake. It's got fucking flavor. custard in it. It's gross. <laughs> Gels is our funfetti cupcake. Like and I'll take that shit to my grave. He's more like a cosmic brownie to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm not trying to bring that into this. What? I just don't think cosmic brownie's accurate. Yeah, they're really good. They're underrated. Like, you forget about uh-huh. them, but then when you see them, you're like, holy shit. That's Dakota. This slap. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time I see Funfetti, I think of Gels. Dude, we turn these cameras off, and Gels starts going fucking nuts with the one-liners. He does. He's like just an ever- insane. He's like, a, he's like an ever-evolving... <laughs> Just library of Vine remarks and TikTok yeah, statements. And, and then movie random... lines no one else remembers, but you remember them after he yeah, says Yeah, like them. seven minutes later when you're back to doing whatever it is that you're, you're like, oh, that's from Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. It's like, but it's some like weird know that? part <laughs> that like no one else remembers. Yeah, but on film, it's just. Gels is going to CCD class. the right that, Like, CC, don't. That was a deep cut. Yeah, I know. Oh. Wait, what do you say? CCD. Oh, I don't know this. Wednesdays were the worst. They sucked, didn't they? <laughs> they sucked. I literally, my mom I would have to drag That it'd be so we lost them. simple. Yeah, well, Dakota, it's not on him right I now. I found so. a way. He wants the attention I back on him. I found a way. Were you a single child? Yeah. 
Shocking. Nah, All right. Nah, I, have that, a, I have a brother and a sister. Out. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Martini Works. Let us know in the hey. comment section below what you want us to talk about next. And we will see you on the next I have a brother podcast. and a sister. I, but they were a lot older, so it's kind of like being a single child. Yeah. We're leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.